0: Hello! Welcome to episode 8 of Pin My Life with Uncle Tuggy Mac. I am Uncle Tuggy Mac and this is the last of the episode, um, the last of the recording that I have me and Denny Pow Pow talking. Like I said before, we we, um, we had a conversation for a while after the recording stopped. But it just does this thing where it just turns off and I don't know, I don't know why, if it just, it, it like the track gets full or something like that but it just stops and um you know we just kept on going we just kept rambling so this the the little bit with me and Dennis is it it just kind of stops abruptly so it's um it's yeah it's the last little bit of of that conversation I think it's about 15 or 20 minutes and uh it's a good but it's a good um it's a good intro to the conversation with myself that I'm gonna have after this which so is about an hour long and then i I talk about consent and uh, some some of that stuff so I would just say that if you if you um, if you're sensitive to to that kind of thing like consent or um, you know breaches of consent and, and all that stuff I don't want to call it like a, a hard trigger warning or anything like that but I what I do want to say is you know just proceed with caution if, if uh, that's something that you feel like you need to to do then just you know tread lightly i'd say it's i don't think it's any of it's that bad but it is you know i talk about breaches of consent and and um i talk about you know stuff that stuff that can get kind of nasty kind of kind of sticky to the psyche like shit that maybe once you hear it it won't you it might it might kind of fucking make your day feel a little gross if, if it's something, you know. It made me feel pretty fucking gross to, <laughs> to record it, but uh, whatever. that's It's my life. It, it it wouldn't have stopped me from feeling that way either way because I still have to just, you know. I still just, that shit's in my brain. But, you know, like I said before, if, if you're sensitive to consent or to- topics or, or breaches of consent or whatever... And then, you know, proceed with caution. Tread tread lightly. Use your best judgment. If things start getting kind of um you know, hairy, then just, you know, go listen to um something else or or nothing at all. Or you know, whatever. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm not I'm not here to give advice. What I'm here to do is talk about stuff that is uh troubling, I guess, or or I'm just here to <laughs> uh, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing this for. this is just a this is just for fun and if it does some good then it does some good but if it doesn't then eh, who cares so this is just me rambling and if you don't want to listen to it then don't i don't know that's the end of the warning i guess it's I don't I don't know if it really even needs to be said i don't know if anything is gnarlier or whatever but the last thing that I want to do is um offend anybody on a topic like this because it's really it's really um important and so yeah it's um it's the second time that I even recorded this podcast with on this subject because I felt like I didn't do it justice the first time I was like not paying attention to to it as much as I should have so as I was you know doing it and um after or not as i was doing but after i had already done it and i was listening to it back i was just like dude i'm I'm hardly even there you know like i was kind of just um uh, going through the motions i guess and and i was i was in the middle of something else as i was, I was like uh i was i was cutting pot <laughs> off i was bucking down buds off of branches into a bag because i recorded this all really really quick so that I could go to Porterville. Because I went to Porterville last weekend. And that's why I didn't upload it. Even though I did um, I did this intro. Which it was like I fucking sped through it. And I didn't explain anything. I just kind of started doing whatever. And it would have just ended up being a piece of shit. And even though I went down to Porterville with all my recording equipment. With the intention of recording more. I never got around to it. Because I was only there for a, a, a day. I went down there on Friday. And then... Um, the next day on Saturday, we had the party, and we went to the Apple Festival, and then Sunday I left, and I was driving all day. It's an eight-hour drive, so I, you know, even though I'd, I had the whole weekend free to do it, I couldn't do it because I was, you know, half of the weekend I was driving, and then the other half I was hanging out with my friends, and I'm not just going to be sitting there, you know, doing podcast stuff while I'm hanging out with them, even though I wanted to record them. I wanted to record some conversations so that I could make some episodes out of it, but Maybe if I have, like, a week, that'd be something I could do. I don't know. But uh, it was cool. It was cool hanging out with all my friends and all that shit. So, you know, sometimes I just got to go down there and, uh, you know, if I'm feeling kind of, like, kind of lonely up here, it's good to know that I can just drive down to Porterville and hang out with a bunch of friends and I'm just, like, surrounded by, you know, all my all my good people and all that stuff. And I got that out of it, even though I, I didn't feel like I spent enough time with them. It was, it was still great. I love you guys. Okay, so if you're um if you're if you're into listening to the rest of this thing, then it's gonna start off like this. me and Dennis for about 15 20 minutes and then I don't know I might do a segue or something like that of uh, music and then it'll just be me talking for like an hour about consent and, and all that shit. So without um, talking too much and making this intro even longer than it needs to be, you know this is episode eight. Oh, shit, and um, I forgot to mention that uh, <laughs> on episode 7, the last episode, um, the the beginning of it, or actually the whole thing, rather, I so I recorded the whole thing, and it was, you know, I was having a lot of anxiety. I was feeling pretty depressed when I recorded the whole thing, and uh, I just, as I was recording it, there was a lot of pauses and stuff like that, and there was a lot of me just tripping over my words and and all that shit. And I just wasn't feeling very energetic as I was recording it. I didn't feel very very good at all. And then, um, but I made I made it better as I was like editing it, you know. And I was I edit out all the I edited out all of the you know the pauses and the redoing of the words where you might hear some stuff where. It's kind of like, uh, why did he say the same thing like fifteen times? That's because I'm I was trying to get a good take so that I could just edit out all the, the bad takes out later. Well, um, after I'd spent you know, two hours editing the whole thing. I ended up uploading the original version, the unedited version. So it's just like it's it's a horrible take. And so if it, if that last one was hard to listen to, then I'm sorry. And even after I noticed it, I didn't fix it. I just left it up there. So. When I re- upload this episode, episode 8, I'm going to re-upload episode 7. And hopefully, it'll be a better take. And if you feel like you want to go back and try and listen to it. Like, if you listened to it and gave up, I don't even blame you. Episode 7 was a total shit show. And, you know, if you just gave up, then yeah, I probably would have too. Because when I listen to it now, I go, what the fuck? I, the people were, I can't believe that that was even, you know. People actually listen to it. They told me they listened to it all the way to the end, and it's like an hour and a half. I guess it gets it gets pretty bad. It's it's pretty bad in the beginning, but it gets better as it goes. Cause I kind of you know, just like with all these things, I I get into a groove. It starts off a little rocky, but then I get into a groove and it starts to go a little smoother. But with that one, is like I feel like it took me about 20 minutes to get into the groove, and then finally like. I was able to like break through my anxiety and uh, you know kind of speak with a little bit more you know a, a, a better cadence and my thoughts were coming to my mouth a lot easier and stuff like that but but sometimes these things they just you know they they don't they don't work <laughs> they just don't um, as soon as you start off they just yeah they're, they're not easy to do every time Anyway, that I don't need to go on anymore. I'm tr- I'm trying to get this fucking intro over with. But yeah, so um I'm going to I'm going to upload this one, episode 8, and then I'm going to re-upload episode 7. So if you feel the need to try and go back and listen to it if you gave up the first time because I just wouldn't I couldn't spit out the words and all that. Well, episode seven is going to be a lot easier to listen to this time i'm not guaranteeing that it's going to be fucking you know it's not going to be entertaining or anything like that but it'll at least make you not as frustrated maybe i don't know i get pretty frustrated when i listen to it but hey i'm my i'm my own worst critic so anyway back to um here's me and denny papa Bye bye oh and that was the issue that you had right yeah it just it just stopped recording so i don't know when it's going to do that it might be. Whenever this thing's about to turn over again, it might go to nine 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 and then stop. Hmm. So I don't know. That's why I just kind of faded it out because we got into like a whole rape conversation. Of course, as you and, do. And I was like, I don't want that on there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that on there. Were you,
1: were, you, were you listening back on it and going, eh, maybe not?
0: Yeah, just because it's it's a kind of a sensitive subject and people get real touchy about it. And it's... and I while well, I feel like my point on it was solid. And I feel like theirs was too. I also like, I kind of just like, I'm a guy. So it's like, I don't know. How much should I really be putting my opinions on the matter out there? Because I feel like women might be like, well, you're a man. What the fuck do you know about it?
1: Sure. Um, Yeah. And it it is really, it's really hot button, especially for people that have gone through it. mm -hmm. And they get to a point where if you... Talk about that subject, and if they feel that you misrepresented it, that it's a real issue. Yeah, and I totally get that. You're part of rape culture. Totally. It's it's really easy to, it's really easy to be on the fucking wrong side of that fence because you, without thinking, just sort of like maybe switched a couple of the words around, not, you know, just on sort of on accident, or you you didn't quite describe it right, and you people might perceive you as part of the problem. Being insensitive. And being, yeah. and being a part of the rape problem is some shit that will really fucking yeah. make somebody mad. Yeah, And it's...
0: Yeah, you, you, gotta, you gotta tread lightly with some es- that shit. Especially during, like, Me Too movement and all that stuff where it's like, people are being... They're pretty quick to jump on you about shit like that. Like, they have no hesitation. Sure. You know, with all that going on, they're just like, nope, right now we are fucking talking about this. Yeah. And if you are talking about it in a way that's, you know, bad, then... Uh, fucking me and everybody else are going to be the first ones there to tell you why it's wrong. Sure. And why you're a horrible person. Yeah. It's tricky. Um, Especially
1: for guys like you and me who, I mean, we're very socially conscious and we're on the same side of all these issues as like your average social justice warrior is. Mm. You know, we, we believe in all the same things. It's just that when we talk, we're a little bit more layman speak and um, maybe and maybe yeah maybe say some shit that sounds really fucking ignorant. We're yeah. coming at it from a good place, but sometimes the using the wrong nomenclature on something can really fucking distort your message. Yeah, and that's why I usually just try to avoid shit that I don't really know enough about because I I, I especially in like a forum where I think that other people might hear it. Yeah. Because I know that I have friends who would be probably hurt by some of the things that I say because it doesn't always transmute so well from my fucking brain to the airwaves. Yeah. Um, and if you're in it,
0: if if you don't uh, if you don't start it off with like trigger warning, rape, oh sure, something like that could be a problem too. And that's what I was worried about with that last one. I was oh like, sure, am I gonna have to do like a thing about it? You know, like we talk about like we 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 didn't get really really graphic about stuff, but we said enough to where i feel like i would set somebody off
1: sure and who, you never know
0: yeah and you never know so i was just like am i gonna have to go in there and what can i really say to to preface it you know sure am i gonna be like we're about to talk about something heavy right now and if you're you know if, if you go through things like this then you might want to turn it off or use discretion you know and it's like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to be as sensitive <laughs> as i need to be can
1: right. I su- can I suggest a way that you could punch in and announce a trigger warning for the next time that you get into one of these? Okay. Okay. You come through and you you um you know you you pause it and you come in and you do like a captain speaking and uh, we're gonna go through some turbulence. Uh, we're gonna be talking about rape, <laughs> so just expect to blah blah blah, and just 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 do it. Just do it like a pilot. Just and, Make it sound funny and do I like, actually might womp, take that womp, advice. Womp, womp, alarm noises I mean make it funny
0: we're gonna be talking about rape and just mm. well you know. I don't know what if <laughs> but then you need a trigger warning for the trigger warning probably yeah if you have uh, if you have uh, sensibilities to uh, loud noises <laughs> <laughs> <you> might- <laughs> and I have to come at it with like NPR voice hey if you uh th- this is uh tuggy Mac saying that if you have sensibilities to loud noises then You might want to use discretion following up. And then after that be like three, two. (laughs) What if what if I have to start it off loud and say we're about to we're about to get really soft with our tone right now? So if, you would, if you need to be If you need to constantly be
1: Surrounded by loud noises then You might want to just fast forward Through this soft part <laughs> yeah. While screaming You might want to scream while you do it So that <laughs> it's not too quiet Scream but the bad thoughts away I will be shouting again shortly
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to make another podcast Called Shoutcast Shout guys. And all I do is I just yell. <laughs> and it's Pim- for the people out there who can't stand quietness. <laughs> pimp, my, pimp my voice box. <laughs> so um, so there was one thing that I did want to talk about on this, and we, I was going to try and get into it while we were talking about Vey, but then we started talking about other shit, and I had to pee. But whenever we were on that last backpacking trip out in uh, Long Canyon, whenever we were walking back, you were telling me about how you talked... To Vey about death and stuff and, uh-huh and you were you were telling me about how it was like you you basically like she has two two sides that she gets and it's there's like the the religion based version of what happens when you die, and then there's like the then there's your version basically <coughs> sure which is more like just kind of like a naturalist sure view of it
1: yeah well, it's it's basically um yeah, it's hard to even say that it's not religious. There aren't any religious components about it, but it doesn't negate religion. But yeah, I definitely see that. Yeah, so 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 my daughter gets Christian ideology from her nana, and uh, has a lot of questions about death, and um, I'm super heavy into death because I think that it's like psychedelic as fuck. For sure. It's really really neat, um, and so yeah, she gets. She gets that side of it from me. Um,
0: yeah. But but you were just like she she asked you. She asked you about it. Like she's actually hella curious about it. Yeah. That's what you were telling me whenever we were. Sure. Yeah. We about talk about
1: right? death regularly. Like it's it's like a dinner topic. Sure. Yeah. Like every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <laughs> and, 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 well, maybe not every day. You know, uh, not not so much here lately, but. Um, yeah, she's still into it. And we'll, so we'll sometimes play out scenarios. If we're, like, driving across a bridge, she'll be like, man, if you went off this bridge, then we would die. And I'm like, <laughs> you bet your ass we would, kid. Yeah. we would be dead in a second. And she's just like, whew, I don't want to do that. But, like, she's not really a big deal. You know, she's,
0: like, not too afraid of death. It doesn't really seem to be. Do you think that um, she ever brings it up when you're not around, like, when she's at school? I don't know. I don't know. Have you, have you heard anything about that, like from her teachers? I haven't.
1: You know, I haven't. I haven't. Her teachers haven't really told me that she's brought up any weird shit so far. So I think that I don't think I've I've fucked her up too much. That's good. <laughs> I haven't made her say any really weird, like red flaggy shit yet. <laughs> which you know, there's plenty. We're pretty yeah. like uncensored around the house, you know.
0: She's she's probably a little bit too present still as a child. Like she hasn't in, been in, you know. She probably doesn't think about a whole lot of what's going on in the future or what's happened in the past. She's probably has, like, closer to, like, the brain of a dog right, sure. na- right now. You know, sure. where it's, it's constantly just, like, what's right in front of it is all that it thinks about. Totally. You know, I don't think that she probably – she probably doesn't freak out about future or past stuff. No,
1: she doesn't really seem to. She's definitely, like, heavy into, like, what's going on a week from now and like she will put herself if there's something she's looking forward if it's like to her like she's up. thinking about it you know but like yeah she's definitely not hung up on like death or what she's going to do when she grows up any of that stuff yeah
0: isn't it kind of weird that we are put on that's kind of put on us like from by the time that you get to like a certain age in school like you you're kind of asked like oh you need to start thinking about what you're going to do like what what your skills are so that way you can take elective classes, and sure. you can you know start working on that now. And then you want to you want to make sure that you take uh, AP English in, instead of you know just you want to make sure that you get that way up because those you know you get college credits for these, and then it it works towards your future and stuff. Like, I mean, it's good that that people are told to think about their future and and to start trying to provide for themselves for it, but it's also kind of like freaky yeah yeah you're taking the youth and you're putting them in the future
1: mentally which is a big fucking problem and that's that problem that um, yeah that kids always have is it like what they say uh, youth is wasted on the young right because you have all these kids and all they want to do is fucking grow up you know what I mean yeah because they're just like that's what's hammered home. When I grow up, after I'm you get be out this, you're gonna do this, and you're gonna be a that, and you're gonna be a this, and then you're gonna have a kid, and you're gonna name it that, and you fucking. So their heads are just always so far in the future, and then once they grow up, their heads are all in the fucking past because they realize that those were the good old days, yeah. and they just never really are right here. You know, it's fucking tragic. Like instead of teaching kids, like instead of having like a guidance counselor, like we had like I don't know if I had a guidance counselor, but I know that I had to fill out a thing that would uh, it was a little test, and it would say what job situation you'd be best suited for. Mm-hmm. And mine was fucking clerical work. Like just a desk jockey. That's what my shit Yuck. said. And then I worked in an office at a high school and dude, it was like the worst couple of years of my life. That's weird. Um but yeah, so instead of having this emphasis on like what kids are going to be when they grow up, instead of like trying to get them to figure that out and take these quizzes and stuff, you should really really have a class on like being present. Like nobody's ever taught that here. In India, that's all yeah. they fucking think about. Yeah. You you know, oh, but over here, it's just like, what are you going to do in 10 years? Like, that's a fucking common interview question for, like, an entry-level shitty job at a yeah, fast like food retail. restaurant. Well, what are you going to do in 10 years? I'll probably just keep folding pants for you. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> I, well, what do you... I hope to one day be
0: telling other people to fold the pants. Yeah,
1: <laughs> maybe I'll be sitting on your end of the desk. Huh? <laughs> Can you imagine? Tell, and then they tell you to slow your roll. Like, You're going to be making $8 an hour. Sir. Yeah. You'll starve to death before you get my fucking job. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> where you make 12 an hour.
1: Yeah, you always see the manager driving up in some busted-ass Toyota fucking Camry. Yeah. So, <laughs> you Dude, no if, I,
0: like, if I ever have to go back to one of those kinds of jobs where somebody looks at me like that, like... An entry-level you know like if I'm trying to get a job at Walmart or something the first thing I'm gonna tell them is there was a time in my life where I made more money than you (laughs) so before you try to pull like this fucking power trip on me about you know where who sits on what side of what desk you know just let you just so you know I consider you my equal you can consider me your subordinate but I am your equal sure and I'll listen to your fucking I'll listen to your stuff that you have to say And I'll, you know, if you tell me that I have to do something, I'll do it. Sure. But it's all a matter of where you're coming from when you're doing it.
1: Yeah. But it's
0: like, here's the thing. Just because you get paid more than me and you're the one who's in charge doesn't mean that, like, you can be a dick to me. Sure. (laughs) You know, and treat me like inhuman. Yeah. Because we're both, you know, just we're just a couple of dicks swinging. You know, mm-hmm. that's the way that I really feel like it now. I don't know why I couldn't think that way whenever I was 18.
1: It's hard when you're 18 because you're 18 and they're 30. And it's, there are worlds between you two. Yeah. And then you turn like 22, 23, 24. And some of your best friends are like 50. And mm-hmm. you go, oh shit. Like, that's okay. So we're like on the same level. And you start <laughs> knowing people that work in these positions. Like I have friends who like manage places. And um, yeah. they really are just dick swinging. Or clit swinging. Hit swing, <laughs> uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, you you start to meet these people, dare you yeah, and you see, <laughs> and you and you and you see that they're that they're they're very fucking human, and that they're susceptible to all the same weird quirks and neuroses that we are, and um, that you can totally just chill with them, and so like when you're in that like one side of the desk and the other side of the desk scenario it really doesn't mean anything anymore because the veil's been lifted. Mm-hmm. You know you know humans that are on that side of the desk and you know that they're just regular. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's the way I always felt it was anyway. Yeah,
0: I guess, you know, whenever, whenever you're 18 and you're trying to get one of these jobs, you walk into a place and the person who's interviewing you, you think of them as like, because if you just got out of high school, you're going to think of somebody who's older than you in that way as being like a teacher or being like a parent or like, yeah. you know, something who's like, that's a hard authority figure. Sure. You know, almost like, almost like a cop or a, you know, like a somebody with any kind of pull. Yeah. In general, like somebody who can, yeah, do something. You're, to you. You're you coming out
1: of twelve years of being told what to do by people that are older than you that wear button-down shirts. Yeah. And so you go straight into a job interview and there's one of those motherfuckers right there and you feel like if you answer the question wrong you're in trouble mm-hmm. because you don't realize that you're a grown-up and... because you're because you've been twelve years just people that wear those fucking shirts that button up and they're tucked in and the belts match the fucking shoes, man, you learn to get really afraid of them. Yeah. And you know you know that, they, that they're that they just going to judge you and that they think you're kind of dumb. You know, and it's, yeah, you just, you come right out of that and you're like, hello, sir. And he calls you sir, but you can tell he kind of means, hey, you fucking kid. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's just, it feels very fucking yeah. strange.
0: I remember there was that one teacher um, whenever we went to high school, there was that one that would always like, well, I can't even remember his last name now, but he—he he was always just treating us as though we were like all adults, and we were all like gonna do one thing together. It was like a—it was like ag class or something like that, greenhouse class. I forget his name. Starts with B. Br-, Br. It
1: was my class. No, it's Brands it starts with a B anyway yeah. it was cool hey don't but, be an asshole or whatever yeah, the fuck you used to say yeah. Well, yeah, everybody you're enthused
0: yeah we're enthused yeah, <laughs> his name, started, his name started with
1: a B if there's yeah. any fucking citrus alumni out there yeah B something uh, f- yeah he had like a heart anyway yeah, yeah. yeah that guy yeah he so, was cool so that. He, he was trying to he was giving us training wheels yeah. He's like, you know, here's what adulthood feels like. You have responsibilities here and I'm going to fucking swear at you a little yeah. bit. And like, I'll rough you up a little. Like, you're going you're gonna to get a taste of, of post high
0: school before mm-hmm. you go there, which is great. Yeah, But not in a way to where it's like you need to think about, you know, not going, to... going to college. Yeah, no, right he now. was just like, here's what's in front of you. Get it done. I guess it's because it's kind of a workforce class. He knew we weren't going to fucking college. Yeah. Well, nobody <laughs> in the high school. Really. <laughs> I mean, we went to college, but did we go to college? You know. I wasn't even close to making any progress on getting any kind of degree. I didn't even have a major. Yeah. Only took classes that were interesting. Yeah, I like I went to college,
1: but I don't consider myself somebody that went to college. I I really took no. nothing out of it except for just a, a real a real distaste in, in humanity. I, my my cynicism was was at its peak. You were
0: probably in like one like a like one semester away from having a probably an AA right. One or two away from an AA, I think.
1: Yeah, but they fucking slammed me with a bunch of fees, and I got on academic probation. My dad died, and I broke up with Alexis, and like, was trying to move, and like, it's like all this shit happened at once, and I just like, got like some C's and D's, and it just fucked me. Yeah. And I just never did recover. And I, and I realized that I didn't want to, I didn't want to go there. I didn't want to learn anything. There was no job that I was ever going to want that was going to require me I graduate from the fucking
0: recorded this this part and um, the first time I, I did it it was it was just I don't know I didn't give the I didn't give the subject enough attention I was in the middle of doing I was doing something else as I was uh, recording the first one so I kept losing my train of thought and uh, I'm gonna I think that the subject of consent definitely needs a little bit more it it definitely needs a little bit more concentration on my part so this is probably this is the first podcast that i've recorded where i haven't smoked any pot first (laughs) let's see if it makes a difference okay um usually on on all the other ones i i smoke and then um i drink a little bit of coffee and then i kind of sit around and make sure that i'm not too high before i start and if i am then i wait a little while and it you know i i feel like it always just goes okay but sometimes it kind of doesn't it just kind of i don't know anyway um i'm not an expert in this area you know in the in the subject of consent i'm definitely not an expert i've made mistakes as far as you know like communication and things like that, not asking enough questions, and not making sure that everything was cool. I think that that's something that a lot of that a lot of guys kind of have to. We kind of learn that. I don't know a lot of men who um, were taught by their parents exactly how to communicate the first, how to communicate growing up. Like uh, they they tell you how kind of how sex works. They tell you how, how you should be, um, you should be responsible and you should use a condom or some sort of, you know, birth control or, and, um, you should make sure that you, you know, are careful because of diseases and, um, you should only do it with somebody that you really care about and all that stuff. They, that was, uh, (laughs) that was my uncle texting me and telling me that, uh, I don't have work tomorrow. Sweet. So I'm going to Portville in the morning. Anyway, um Fuck, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Let me just back up a little bit. Where was I? I was talking about uh you know, whoever whoever raised us, whoever had the, the talk. If you're even lucky enough to have a parent or somebody, um, some kind of, you know, role model or authority figure in your life have the talk about sex with you if you're lucky enough to even have that which uh i was i had i had the talk with my mom pretty pretty early <laughs> here's this here's that little story okay so i'll try and make it quick because i got uh i got that stuff to talk about but <laughs> so it's i'm in like first grade or something like that i don't remember and, uh, I had a couple of like little buddies who I, uh, we like to draw pictures and stuff like that and hang out. And, you know, we usually just draw stuff like UFOs flying over, uh, pyramids and stuff like that. And like abducting cows or, you know, f- like flames and shit. We just draw stuff like that. But, um, one day one of the kids was just like, somebody draw a naked lady and I was like, I'll draw a naked lady. I had never even seen a naked lady before. And uh, basically what the picture was, was is it looked like um. some sort of like, Im- imagine like the worst drawing of a person that you can, but they're naked. And uh, so like, I'd, it might've had the wrong amount of fingers. Like I drew the whole lady. I definitely put more detail into the like out like the silhouette of the body of this lady than on any other part. Like I didn't even know how to draw boobs. So I think that I just kind of like drew um, like the silhouette of a person, like the outline. And then I put some hair on it. And I spent like, you know, a minute just slowly tracing out like the shape of a person with my pencil, maybe leaving the page like. (laughs) only once, and I was just like, you know, kind of just like, just going in the silhouette of a person, right? And then I just started scribbling some long hair on it to, you know, so that you know that it's a woman. (laughs) And then uh, where the, where the chest is, I think I just drew some nipples. (laughs) And then like, um, because I didn't know how, how boobs work. I didn't know how boobs were drawn. So I just drew nipples. And then so I drew the belly button, right? And then right underneath it, I drew another belly button, right? Smack dab, like right in the front, like, like as if uh, the vagina was just another belly button right in the middle of the pelvis. That's, that's how I did it. And then, um, I think that I might've scribbled some pubes on it or something like that. Anyway, so I, ha- I'm handing this thing around to my, uh, two or three other little buddies, you know, that were in first grade. How old would we be at that age? I don't even know. Anyway, so I, <laughs> I, I, handed this horrible drawing off to um, these other little kids, and they're like making a fucking big deal out of it. They're making kind of a scene, right? So, I, um, I'm kind of, I'm just telling them, shut up, shut up. And then one of the, one of the like teachers' aides or something like that sees that us kids are like kind of making a commotion. So the teachers' aide comes over and like, what are you guys doing? And I grabbed that piece of paper and I, uh, I shoved it under my shirt. And then the teachers like give me the drawing and I didn't even like, I was just like, okay. And I just handed it to the teacher's aide or, or whatever, whoever it was. And they're like, all right, go to the office. And I was like, "Ah, okay. So I go to the office and, um, I felt like my mom was already waiting for me. Like, I don't even remember waiting in the office. I don't remember anything like that. I just was like, Terry, go to the office. And then as soon as I got there, my mom was already in there. Like she could smell (laughs) that I was in trouble. (laughs) <laughs> <And> I was <laughs> and she was just already waiting in there so um my mom and I have we have like a a talk in the car right as we're driving home She she took me home and she's just like I don't even think that I was in trouble with the school they were just like oh this kid's you know well he we need to let his mom know so my mom came and picked me up and she's just like I'm gonna let him not be in school today and then we're gonna go home and we're gonna have the talk so we go home and we're in, while we're in the car, she was just like, do you know anything? Do you know anything about sex? What do you know about sex and, and, uh, female like bodies and stuff like that? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. You know, I don't really know. She was like, well, why'd you draw that picture? And I was like, because my friends asked me to, I don't really remember. I'm going to ask my mom about this <laughs> because I don't really remember how the talk went. I was pretty young. I remember I was sitting there eating candy and she was telling me about it she was just like well you know the 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 lady does this and the guy does this and then you know that's how kids are made and whatever so um i but my i don't remember my mom telling me anything about like you know this is how this is how it works i was too young obviously she's not going to she's not telling me in the way that she was just telling me where babies come from she wasn't really telling giving me the talk like how to be a responsible kid. I don't think I even got that talk. If I did it, I think it might have been from my dad, but I don't remember. Um, and if it was from my dad, then it probably wasn't, you know, very thorough. He probably would have just been like, respect her. <laughs> you know, like, a don't don't hit her. don't, Don't beat on her. It would have pretty much just been like that, except my dad doesn't sound like that. My dad just sounds like a normal person. <clears throat> he would probably would have just said like, don't, yeah, don't hit her and, uh, don't scream at her and, um, you know, just be kind and be nice, be a gentleman, you know, don't, don't be violent or physical with women at all. And if I find out you're doing that, then I'm going to beat the shit out of you. So I think that that's pretty much just where that went. He, he never told me anything about, you know, like, um, I don't remember ever hearing any kind of thing, any kind of talk about, and and also I should say I'm just getting lost in this thought, but I should say that I am not blaming anybody for me not getting that kind of conversation. That you know, parents, I don't think that they really thought about that too much. You know, and also my parents had they had their own stuff going on. That you know, they this just wasn't a, something that was as up front as it is now. Um I think that more teenagers are getting the talk that they should get. They should probably getting a, a lot better of a talk than I got whenever I was a kid. But I also am I feel fortunate enough that somebody even talked to me about this stuff at all. Cause a lot of people don't get any kind of talk, so whatever. Anyway, um I don't think that I ever got any kind of talk about consent or Whatever I remember hearing some of that stuff in school, like later on in in like sex ed, maybe whenever the the kids are separated from boys and girls, they're taken into different classrooms, and you know the the boys get a boy teacher to teach them about their, w- their wieners, and girls got you know a girl teacher to teach them about their vaginas and their boobs and stuff and in our class i think that they pretty much just talked to like in the guys when they, they i don't think they ever got into rape as much as they probably talked mostly about what it was but they mostly just meant like oh, here's so that there's different types of rape there's date rape there's acquaintance rape and then there's you know like violent you know just whatever like um I guess randomized like serial rapist type rape and um, you know I don't think that they ever really got into consent too much they were just like if she says no then you stop and they kind of just left it at that and I think that us guys we kind of just figured that like if, if it wasn't supposed to happen then girls would just you know they would <laughs> the you know the the girl that you're with would just go stop no I'm not doing that they would kind of just get um, very assertive out of nowhere where it might start off you know y- you're kissing and, and things you know and then kissing turns to making out and then making out turns into somebody stick you know like a maybe the guy sticks his hand up the girl's shirt or something like that and and then she she'll say no and then he's supposed to stop but if they're kissing then that's where guys get confused and it's wrong obviously when a girl says no it doesn't matter how she says it you know you you have to stop you are just supposed to stop it's good practice to um in in my experience it's good practice to just you know if they say stop I just kind of um I take like a like a half scoot I do a half scoot like if we're sitting on a um if we're sitting on a couch and we're kissing then I do a half scoot I lift my butt up I put my hands on the thing I lift up I pull my butt away and I look at them in the face and I go you know is everything cool that's I feel like that's good practice in my opinion and then if they say yeah everything's cool I just you know I only want to I only want to make out there's you know there's hey that's a good sign that means that you didn't blow it (laughs) that's a good thing but um i think that but usually for in my experience um in times where i fucked up i would be like okay cool conversation over you know so we just go back to kissing and i and i'm thinking and here's where i think that i'm not the only guy who thinks this way but we're thinking, okay, if she's willing to keep kissing, then that means that even though she said no, I can change her mind. So they might continue to keep trying, even though they say no. You know, they're you you kind of get the feeling that they that the the person that said no might be willing to have their mind changed. You know, given time, maybe they just want to take it a little slow. You don't know yet. And that's always been my mistake because I didn't keep communication. I didn't keep a dialogue open. I kind of just go, is everything cool? All right, back at it then. And that's, you know, that's bad practice. Good practice is stopping and going, is everything cool? Quick consent check, not a big deal. You know, is everything cool? That's not a mood killer to go and say, is everything cool? If they say, yeah, then you go, awesome. But, um, maybe now is a good time to set up, you know, where, what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do and then go from there in, uh, in my, in my experience, the, the times that I have, um, crossed the lines, you know, like, uh, It's, it's been like, it's, it's been years since I feel like I've done that. I'm, I'm pretty good. I've, i in my opinion, I'm pretty good at it. I don't know. But nowadays I try and be as communicating as possible in any sense. Um, even if it's not sexual, like, uh, just, you know, talking anything out as far as like, if you go out on a date with somebody, Establishing what kind of thing you're looking for and everything, you know, just like maybe not the first date because that's kind of weird. But, you know, just as things go places, it's always good to, you know, just just put it, just lay it out there. Say what's on your mind, you know. Um, the worst thing that can happen is that you look dumb. But I look dumb all the time. And I'm sure that you do too because you're human. Everybody looks dumb all the time. We're just, we're really stupid people or really stupid beings, us humans, (laughs) in my opinion. You know, I, so, uh, to backtrack a little bit because I feel like I overstepped it. I don't really want to talk about like the violent side of, you know, consent and, um, and all that stuff and, and rape and things like that. The violent, The, the, the violent side of rape, I feel like is a little cut and dry. And unless you're a fucking psychopath, you know that you're not supposed to do that stuff. But for any guys out there, because this is really, let's be honest, this is really who this, uh, this conversation that I'm having with myself is really for is, is for us guys. And, um, it's for me too, because like I said, I've, I've learned the mistake by making that or I've learned the lesson by making that mistake. But if you, I don't know, just in case there is like some, somebody out there who's not having, you know, who, who doesn't know <laughs> why you shouldn't be a fucking violent asshole just because you want to have sex. Let me, let me paint a picture for you. Okay. Imagine you are just walking down the street. I don't know, like a, like a neighborhood street. Imagine it's like your childhood Um, home neighborhood and you're just walking down the street you know it's a nice day outside you know it's uh, it's a little warm but there's a cool breeze Um, and everything's really pretty and the trees are kind of rustling and you're having a good time and then there's just like some just like the most goofy looking nice dog like just some you know some pooch just out in the front yard and it's standing there and it's just looking like pretty cool and (laughs) so you're just like so you kind of like keep an eye on the dog and you're just like man i want to pet that dog so that dog comes up to you and it starts like um starts coming up to you and being all like happy and wagging its tail and stuff like that and you're like playing with it and stuff and you start you know um you start like rubbing its fur and stuff like that and you're scratching its back and you're going oh good boy good boy yeah how you doing boy and the dog's just like and you're just you know it's all excited and stuff like that and it's wagging its whole tail it's wagging its tail so hard that it's fucking it's whole ass is shaking, you know, and it's doing that thing and then this dog is like big, you know, so it it um it gets excited and it kind of just like puts its paws on your shoulders and it kind of like you it's it's a big dog, so it's kind of heavy, and it like knocks you over it, but you're still having a good time and you're just like ha 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 poppy, oh poppy, you're so ha, ha 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 ha, and the dog's just like you know. Playing with you and stuff like that, but you're and it's like licking your face, and you're kind of going, "All right, stop, stop, puppy, stop." But the pup, but it, but it won't, <laughs> you know. And you're just like, "All right, stop," and you're trying to push its face away, and then all of a sudden it's Arrgh! 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 bark, 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 and you're fucking shitting your pants. Now imagine that dog is a guy, and you're some poor chick who you just went out on a date with. With this guy and shit went weird at first you were into it but then all of a sudden you go this is too much I don't you know I like it I was having fun and then this now it's too much you know if you're a guy and you think that you can just you know do some shit well then just just play that in your mind <laughs> so that yeah and and I think that it goes without saying that that's you know that's the obvious side of consent where it's a, it's a pretty obvious line that whenever you say stop that somebody should stop. But you know, obviously, you know, that dog is, it's a dog and it's not going to listen. It's not a perfect example. I'm just trying to say like, put yourself in the shoes of somebody who's being attacked or, and, and really, really scared (laughs) and, and know that that's, you know, how people feel when shit like that is going on um (laughs) i'm i'm really just i really just wanted to talk more about the you know the more subtle side of consent and uh, why it's important you know as i've as i've gotten older you know i've found that communication is my favorite favorite fucking thing you know and i wish that i knew about it just way you know just i wish that i would have had the confidence to talk about things more you know like i think that a lot of i think a lot of guys Especially especially younger guys, because this is probably whenever all this stuff is going to happen. They just um they like I said before, it's a lesson you learn because you make that mistake. And I hope I'm not coming off as an apologist for like um for overly sex driven guys who who don't care and just do what it takes to get laid. You know? I I just wanna come across as a, a relatable person for guys and uh, if they have any question on, like, you know, what consent means, you know, then hopefully this will shed some light on it. I don't know. I'm also just talking out shit that I think is kind of embarrassing and also reinforcing what good behavior is in my mind. I don't know. Uh, But... hopefully you know <laughs> I don't want to I'd also I, you know it's, I don't want to come across as like some scared straight you know thing which is like but I do want to talk about like kind of like uh, some some shit that I've done that was really there was really stupid you know like um stuff that I I definitely crossed the line you know a few times and as soon as I did it I knew that it was bad like uh there's this there was this time where I this this girl came into where I worked and she gave me her phone number and I texted her whenever I got off work and she agreed to go out on a couple of, or she agreed to go out on a date with me. One date turned into a couple of dates and then um, out of nowhere she told I start after I had already started to kind of like her. She out of nowhere told me that she was going to go back to her, um, ex-boyfriend. And I was kind of bummed about that, but I, it was whatever. She worked just a, a few, um, doors down from where I worked in like this plaza area. I worked in a coffee shop and she worked at, uh, Office Depot or Office Max. I don't remember which one it is, but you know, whatever she she worked just a couple of doors down from me and um one day i was getting off work and she was getting off work at the same time we parked somewhat near each other and i was kind of just like hey what what happened you know like i thought things were going good you know and she was just like well i've just decided that i was gonna work things out with my ex-boyfriend i hope that there's no hard feelings it's not it's not you it's just that i i didn't really want to end that relationship in the first place and um kind of just happy to be going back to it and I was like and that really sucks you know I I wanted to see where this went because you know I'm me (laughs) and why don't you want to be with me I'm I'm me and (laughs) and then um she was just like I'm sorry I don't know what to tell you and without even thinking about it I was I just fucking kissed her and it's, it's so fucking gross to think about. But as soon as I did it, like I said, I knew that it was horrible. She had a look on her face like, that wasn't cool. And I fucking, I think about it and I cringe. It's disgusting. But, you know, I've, I did it. I'm embarrassed of it. Whatever. Judge me. Anyway, um, as soon as I did it. I realized that I shouldn't have, shouldn't have done that and then she left and I I don't think I've ever talked to her again and for good reason she has good reason to not want to talk to me but um you know <laughs> I wish I could apologize but uh, she probably would rather you know never talk to me again than to hear my apology so whatever um yeah that was just uh it was one of those things where you know you you shouldn't just kiss people without their permission and um you know that was quite a few years ago but uh, even though it seems like it should be obvious to me now like why the fuck would i do that it seems obvious to me now but i just i didn't i didn't know not to do that until i did it and i realized how dumb it was that i had done it um uh, Whatever, you know, I I can't, I can't go back and not do it now. I, it's already done and I'm embarrassed about it. I've <laughs> but it's, but it's also not that bad of a thing. It's mostly just really embarrassing. And i kind of just, I don't think that I creeped her out as much as I just pissed her off, you know, because I, I also didn't like, I didn't just, I wanted to be quick about it. So I kind of just head butter in the mouth with my mouth and you know she was probably just mostly really shocked about that, and then she you know just left and I stood there looking like an asshole. I stood there being an asshole, I should say um but yeah that's that's it's one of the times that i you know it's it's not sex, but it's something um. Well, like I like I said, it's just I'm I'm not an expert in this whole thing. I'm just trying my best to be relatable, and you know, it's <laughs> I'm just like I, I feel like what I'm trying to what I'm trying to do is be that that guy whenever you're in like high school and there's like a pep rally or or some sort of assembly, some school assembly, and maybe it's like a drug addict who goes up in front of the whole school and he tells his like life story and he's just like, look at me, man. I used to be a, I used to, I used to have a, a good job, you know, I owned a home, I owned a car, I had a wife, I had kids, you know, I had a, I had a good job where I got a, you know, a six figure income and uh full benefits pension and, uh, you know, I, I, I threw it all away for drugs. I went to prison, you know, you think that you're just going to start off and it's just going to be, you know, like, I, I'll oh, I only do this at parties and then all of a sudden you're home alone doing coke, giving yourself a haircut. <laughs> and the, and then you know the, and then look at me now, you know. I can't hardly get a job doing anything and you're supposed to listen to it and go, "Oh shit, I should learn from that dude's mistakes." <laughs> and then yeah, hopefully um it's, I don't know. It's it's just uh it's just really important to to uh, talk things out. And if you feel like you're going to ruin the mood by having a conversation, you know, then, then, um, sometimes it's really obvious that everything is going good and you, and you go, you know, like you're, you're making out. Maybe somebody starts taking your shirt off and you get really excited. And, um, so you start taking their shirt off and, and then that's, if they don't stop you, and they look really excited about it and they continue to take clothes off while you're taking clothes off, then it's pretty obvious, it seems, that things are going well and that you don't have to ask for um to, to, to make sure that everything's cool, right? Wrong. You should probably still do it. You should probably still ask if everything's cool. And you might look you know, you might think it's kind of silly and they might kind of laugh at you but just laugh with them you know that's you you could even just make it kind of like a, a cute silly thing like if you're <laughs> i don't know i would think it would be kind of cute in, in a, in my in my opinion like if you're fooling around with somebody and you start whipping clothes off and stuff like that and you just go wait are you okay with this you know maybe you don't have to like pause the whole thing you just go this is, this is cool. Right. And if they just like laugh at you and say yes and just, Hey, I'm just making sure. And you keep going, you know, and then have fun, whatever. And just make sure that you keep making sure that it's okay. If you try new things, if you, um, if you want to start doing oral, you should probably ask, don't just start doing it. Cause a lot of people don't, they don't caught into that kind of thing. They might be self-conscious and, um, you know, you know, it's, it's just good practice to ask before you try new things before you try new positions, you know, because think about it like this. You might think that once you're having six, all is fair game, but that's not true because somebody might've had a bad situation happen in a certain position or something like that. Like some, uh, somebody might've been, um, you know, like a certain position might bring back bad memories, might trigger somebody into feeling, um, not in the, you know, just, just not very cool. Like if, if you go, Hey, uh, do you want to get on top? They might go, Oh no, because of this time that something happened or, you know, you might go, Hey, uh, if you just start going down on somebody, like if you start just trying to perform oral on them, that might be something that, you know, uh, would they, they might be scarred from childhood from something like that. So don't just go after it. You got to ask first. Is this something you're okay with? And I know that it seems like it might kind of, you know, uh, you might lose some of the excitement. If you you sound like you don't want to ask while you're doing it or something like that, then you're going to slow down the mood and the whole thing. But if you have fun while you ask, it doesn't have to be such a bummer. You know, you can have fun and have communication. Like, if you really like this person, you know, then... Asking what feels good or uh, what they like what they don't like it can be it can be a lot of fun Uh, Ace and Blake were talking about this with uh, we had a conversation about this when they were here a couple episodes I think it I think it was episode three a few episodes ago and um, when they were here and it's just it's just really good practice to constantly you know ask if if this is okay or is it is it okay um do you like it when I do this? Does this is this something that you're into? This is something that I'm into, blah blah blah. And it's it's communication, it's consent, it's um it's a good way to have your needs met. They're more likely to try new things with you if you ask. If you just start doing something, then it's not going to be you know, a good time if they say no, because you had just went for it. Uh, and um, a lot of this, this is just stuff that, you know, I've, um, I've found to be true in in my case, where I would be in the middle of, um, you know, a hookup or something like that with somebody and I don't ask questions. I just think that all is fair game because they were okay with sex and, you know, I got, you know, I got put on pause and we we had to have a conversation because I, you know, did something that they weren't necessarily into. I use that example of going, like going for oral and them not being cool with it. And uh, you know, they kind of just go, wait. Uh, can we can we not do that? And I'm just like, okay yeah, sure and we and we carried on it's you know it di- it didn't ha- it wasn't a it wasn't a, a date ruiner, thank God but you know it very well could have been and shit went well afterwards but you know there's things happen and you should just make sure that you are compassionate towards that it's not it's not a hard thing to do and like i said it can be downright fun it's about their needs it's about your needs and it's about everybody who's in the situation having a good time and nobody getting hurt isn't that cool do you do you feel like it would be wrong to ask questions maybe you're shy it's it's possible you know that you might be shy i remember as a younger person feeling like I shouldn't, um, ask questions because I was, I was self-conscious about my sexuality. I was self-conscious about vocalizing my needs because I felt like it was going to be weird. Like if I said something like, whoa, wow, you're into that, then they might freak out. Even though I, I don't feel like any, you know, I don't feel like I'm into anything that's, that far out there but for some reason to even just ask for you know normal things i i was shy you know just to ask for the slightest thing just um asking if i could take clothes off instead of just going for it and waiting for a no you know instead of making out with somebody and going can i take your shirt off I would just kind of grab their sh- grab onto like the bottom of their shirt and kind of just slowly rising it up and you know slowly exposing like the belly button and stuff and waiting for a no or waiting for a stop, you know. And I would do it slowly so they would have plenty of time. I didn't want to just like rip the shirt off before they had time to react cuz I knew that that was bad, obviously. But you know, I and instead of just asking hey may I take your shirt off (laughs) I would just kind of start doing that and um, if I didn't get a no, then I would just keep going until the shirt was off and I could see that the the woman that I was with or at the time she was you know the same age as me and we were both like adolescents but you know I could see that she was self-conscious after having the t-shirt off and I I kind of just felt like shit after, you know, like, um, I could tell that she didn't really want to see, she didn't really want me to see her without her shirt on. She was okay with me feeling her body, but she didn't want me to see. And I could have easily had that same experience with her having her shirt on and everybody would have felt more comfortable. She wasn't confident in that moment. And if she wasn't confident in that moment, then she shouldn't have had her shirt off. And that makes it my fault because I took it off. So there's another, you know, it's, and that kind of stuff happened quite a bit. Looking back on it, you know, I, it wasn't my right to, to remove any of her clothing. And I wish that she would have been, I wish that I would have been confident enough to ask if I could do it and listen to her reaction and be okay with whatever she had to say and just be happy to be and you know being with them is enough and I wish that she would have been confident enough to say no as I started doing it but it's not her fault it's my fault for trying it's 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 pretty easy now looking back on it but it's but it wasn't easy then and because I, I had no idea, you know, I just thought that if no wasn't there, then there's well, then no big deal. If there's no no, then it's yes, right? Wrong, apparently. But um, on my on my newfound Facebook page, uh, pit my life on Facebook, I posted a video or uh, not a video. I posted a podcast from Radiolab called In the Know Part 1, and it's from this woman who was doing a, um, she's doing a, a podcast about consent, which is one of the reasons where I, was, uh, I had already wanted to do this podcast ever since the Ace and Blake thing. But after listening to that a couple of days ago, I was like, I need to do this podcast as soon as possible. I don't feel like I have all of my thoughts gathered and I feel like I don't have everything kind of, um, I don't have everything, you know, like all of my thoughts are not linear and they're still kind of all over the place because this is just me rambling in front of my microphone. I'm not, you know, I don't have any, I don't have any notes. I didn't write anything down. I'm just kind of just saying how I feel. And like I said, I I did one of these, but I didn't, this is the second time I've done this podcast. And, uh, you know, whatever. So, uh, But, um, yeah, I, I've been wanting to do this podcast. And after I, I listened to In the Know from Radiolab, it made it to where I was absolutely sure that I wanted to do this one. So hopefully this will be an ever-growing concept on here. Like, uh, is as more information about it comes to my mind then i i'm gonna keep going with it because if if um if men have any or or you know women you know if, if anybody has any kind of ideas on on what is okay and what isn't okay if they or if they're not if they're unclear maybe i might bring something to light and maybe i will say something that'll click in their mind and i hope I hope that I have, you know, I'm I'm doing this subject justice. I really hope that I am because this is something that I don't want to fuck up. It's really important. This is, this subject is, you know, it's, it's, it's a part of progress. It's a part of the whole world, all of us treating each other better and stopping something that is fucking gross from happening. And. Wouldn't it be great if we all just, you know, were more if we all just communicated a little better and because of that nobody got hurt anymore. That would be fucking great. But um, you know, maybe if we have if we open up a dialogue about all this stuff, then shit like you know Kavanaugh won't happen anymore. And shit like uh what's his fucking name that uh that Weinstein dude hopefully shit like that won't happen anymore and uh you know even stuff like louis ck and and everything like it uh, just and those are just famous people there's there's people that aren't famous that turned famous because of it like brock turner and bill cosby and well bill cosby was hella famous but i mean he he's just another famous person there is just it's a horrible thing and it needs to stop and the only way to make it stop is by talking about it. So I'm doing my best to, like I said, open up a dialogue about this whole thing. And if if you have, you know, whatever. So as I was saying, I um I was listening to this podcast in the know from Radiolab, and this woman was talking about how she recorded herself. With somebody like an ex-boyfriend or something, I I forget who, she it was somebody who she had slept with before, and um, she was hanging out with them and she was recording, she was doing an interview and stuff like that. And after the interview was over, she left the re- recorder running. She said it was good uh, radio practice or interview practice to keep the recorder running after the interview's over because people are willing to say, you know, y- you might get some good dialogue out of it or you might get some good uh content from it or some shit but anyway as the recorder's running the guy asks her if um he can give her a massage so she's like alright but you can only massage what was it you can only massage my front you can't massage my back so he says okay and then she says and you can't try to seduce me and he says okay and she says I'm not gonna have sex with you and he goes okay And he, so he goes and he's massaging her and she's kind of given like some, "Mm, mm," you know, she's enjoying the massage. She's, she's feeling good. And (laughs) And so he's, he's rubbing on her and he's squeezing on her and stuff like that. And she stops and she goes, I feel like you are, um, you're touching me in sexy places. And he goes, am I not allowed to do that? And she goes, well, if you're trying to turn me on, like, stop. So he goes, okay. And he starts, he he keeps going at it, and he keeps, like, massaging her in places, and he's trying to seduce her. And she says, are you, please uh, don't try to seduce me. I don't want to have sex with you. And he goes, okay. But she says it, and She she, um, and this is, these are her words, not mine. She says that she, even if you listen to what she's saying, she is obviously saying I don't want to have sex with you in like a flirty way and how that can be confusing like if you even took out the words it almost sounds like she's saying yes she said that and she's the way that she tells the story it doesn't sound like she's um, it doesn't sound like she's blaming herself for the interaction She, she it sounds like she's being objective And that was the whole point of this thing is she was trying to be very objective. She didn't want to be like, I'm uh, blaming myself as a victim for this whole thing, because she said that she had a she had a good time when she had sex with him. But she did end up like leaving and feeling kind of guilty about it. And. um, But, you know, the guy kept going because he thought that he was able to change her mind when she said no. He was kind of thinking probably in my opinion, he's thinking, you know, I can change your mind. Because of the way that you said no. You say no as if, you know, you're saying it in a way that's. You're saying no now, but it might be yes later. And so if I just keep going, then maybe you'll say yes. And she did, but it was definitely. um, She just gave in. She just said that she just gave in. And that's why, you know, that's why communication is so important because and communication isn't just about saying what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. It's also about listening to what other people are willing to do and what they're not willing to do. And that. You know, if somebody says no, then it's no, right? No means no. That's It's like <laughs> it's pretty simple, even if it feels like no means yes. Even if it feels that way, you should always just take it as no. Not having some sex is not the worst thing. that can, <laughs> It's not the worst thing that can happen. Not having sex. It's fine to not have sex it kind of sucks but it's not that big a deal i'm going to i'm going to end it right there because i, I don't want to dilute the message by continuing um i don't want to dilute the message by continuing so i'm going to i'm going to stop right here if you have anything to add if you have any comments about what i said please fucking like send me a message you can send me a message on facebook you know the pit my life page you can send it to me on instagram i'm more likely to respond on that one because that's where i do most of you know this the shit for this um i'm not really savvy on on the facebook page all that much yet man the dms that'll be you know insta uncle tuggy mac just fucking Send me a DM and tell me, hey, that thing you said was really stupid or hey, you're a dick for kissing that girl without her permission or or whatever. Let's talk about it. If you if you're pissed about it, if um, if there's something that I didn't mention and you feel like is really, really important, important, please let me know if just anything, any comments, any questions, any anything at all. Just if you have something to say, please send me a message and let's talk about it and if there if there's something that I can learn about if you want me to look something up if you want me to research something more if you want me to you know use better um use use better words like if if there's um you know a a term that I'm misusing or if there's a term that I'm not using at all that needs to be used then you know anything at all just just message me just send me a message let's talk about it Engage me. You know, if I'm stupid, educate me. If you're stupid, ask questions. Let's communicate. Let's open dialogue up about consent. Word up. All right. Much love. And um, this has been Uncle Tuggy Mac. Bye bye.